You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. Hello. Thank <laughs> you so much for tuning into our show. And if you're a regular listener, you'll notice that this intro is a little bit different. And that is because we are going to play our interview with Greg Barrett, who is an amazing man. And he's going to be here all this weekend at Helium Comedy Club. Absolutely. Here he will. Uh, you'll have five different opportunities to go see him. Mm-hmm. And uh, which means you get to see five different uh, like style and wardrobe options. Totally. Oh, I bet he has a different one for each. Show. Oh, he totally does. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Barrett is fantastic. Seriously, mm-hmm. we just had a great time with him in here, and that's why we wanted to play his interview first and then you'll get a full regular episode of Fun Employment Radio after that yes but uh, go see Greg Barrett check out everything that he has to offer I mean between music podcasts books comedy comedy everything yeah, he kind of does it all a little bit of everything a little bit of everything mm-hmm. <laughs> and including an interview right here on Fun Employment Radio so here it is you're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Think, Still my favorite bumper. I think Reese forgot our first names. I that's think he why, did. Yeah, that's all he remembers. Uh-huh. That's okay. Names. It is. It's as long as he remembered fun. something. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. As we promised earlier, we are so excited to have in here Mr. Greg Barrent. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. Hi. You smell very good. Oh, thank you. When you walked in, you, you just upped the smell <laughs> quotient in well, the studio. Know, yeah. I, I had, didn't have a shower, and then I was like, oh, man. And then I just doused myself. You yeah. soaked in it a little? In, uh, yeah, in some lady's cologne. I don't know who it was. I oh, just wow. wanted, look, I wandered into somebody's hotel room. It was there. And I just said, you know what? I'm a pretty girl. What is this? Is this Britney? I'm going to put it on. Do it. She's got a new record out. It's going to be great. I'm going to smell awesome. Yeah. Well, did you just fly in today? I flew in, yeah, just a couple hours ago. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we do it. That's how you do it. So you oh, were yeah. just here. You were here during the glorious summer. And now you're here during the well pre summer, exactly. pre summer. Yeah, it doesn't seem any different. It's actually it's pretty exactly much the same, the same weather. <laughs> it is it's like yeah. I hadn't left. It's yep. just another day. There were two months of sun, and that's gone. Now. And that's yeah. about and this it. Is it. Yeah, but I love it. This is. I'm, I'm. I would be disappointed if I came here and didn't get this. I'd mm. be like, this wasn't the right trip. Yeah, well, you're it done in L. A. Right. Yeah, you live in Los Angeles. In yeah. LA, yeah, so so you're used to all of the. That's what uh, all the LA people that come up here are like. Oh, this is wonderful because you get to have seasons up here yeah. at least. I'm yeah, wearing a scarf true. for no reason. <laughs> it's very Just fashionable because, yeah. though. Other than yeah, also I didn't have time to iron my neck. <laughs> <laughs> So when I, I just got here, <laughs> I just wanted to, like, I just didn't want to be old. You know? so I, just I don't know. For so I, when I saw the scarf, I didn't even assume it was for warmth. I just thought it was it was fashion forward. I mean, it's kind of fashion it forward. It is. You know how I am. You have oh, the yeah. best nails in the room. And, I like I, and I'm a lady. I'm supposed to take care of this stuff. You know, I went with my daughter uh, to get her, her nails did. Our nails did. And uh, and we say did because that's just how, the, that's that's how it is now. Yeah. And then I... I was like, well, I don't want to just get get. I thought it would. I thought getting them buffed seemed sort of fruity. Yeah, uh, and by that I don't mean gay. And <laughs> yeah. so then I said, well, let's do this. Let's paint them black and white checkerboard like the roof of my mini. And uh, yeah, because I need to match my car because that's do. who I am at fifty. And, um, <laughs> and so I did. I got them done in black and white. And the weird thing was, is it drew a lot of attention at the salon, and I drew a lot of that attention away from my eight-year-old. So I was the cutest guy in the room, and I think that's going to give her some serious daddy issues. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember this time when she's talking to her therapist like ten years down the road. Yeah, he made everyone it all liked his nails. <laughs> he made it all about him. 
<laughs> Wait, so you have the checkered top Mini Cooper? I have what? a black and white um, <gasps> uh, uh, Mini Cooper Clubman, you know, the one with the, uh, uh, the uh, you know, uh, hearse doors. Oh, man. Ooh. Nice. So, yeah. What color is the rest of it? Uh, black. And then <sighs> the awesome. mirror, the side views are checkerboard. Why would they and not the be? the little skirts things on the side are. Yeah, well, I'm having a midlife ska crisis. So that's, <laughs> that's really good. Well, hey, you should yeah. be having that because you're having a midlife ska revival with your band. You guys are doing awesome. Yeah, yeah. Having, yeah, it's cool. I mean, for what it is, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, for an independently produced instrumental surf reggae punk ska record. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, there are millions of those bands around. Or there's just us. That might be it. Yeah. Like, you are num- covering that. We're number one in lounge core over on Bandcamp. So, I mean, when you have that kind of... When you can throw that around... That's a lot of cred to be thrown out. Yeah, that's going to get you almost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. for a lot of confusion. You're like, I don't even know any of the words that you used, and I'm certainly not going to be able to listen to your record. I don't know. It makes you sound so much more well-rounded. You, yes. know, you get to do a little bit of everything. And you guys have merch. I saw that. You have, like, fancy, like, embroidered sweaters we have, and uh, shirts. Yeah, we have sweaters and, and uh, shirts with block R's on them. And, uh, yeah, and we do a lot, most of that in my garage. Very my, cool. My buddy uh, Angelo and I make stuff in the garage, which... Me saying that Angelo and I make shirts is gayer than saying if we were gay. Uh, that's my boy, Angelo. You guys create you know? together. Yeah, it's it sweet. Works. It's beautiful. That's He's you do young, it all- and he likes Fallout Boy, which so it makes him thirty. Uh. And I just want to smash his face into the pavement every yeah. time. I see yeah. Him. Do you guys have a friend? I talk about this on stage, but a friend that you hate but he's your friend like you yes. love him so much but then when he shows up you're like oh god this guy and yeah. then you were the one that invited him over yep and then yeah. you have to explain to everyone else you over like, like look no i've been friends with him for a long time yes. he's fine right but right. i know he's I gonna annoy it you seem like he attached himself to me when in fact i pursued his friendship and yeah. i used his skills to because he did the album cover he's very very talented yeah <laughs> Very talented. It's just that I can't talk about Joel and Benji Madden anymore. I don't oh wow! Yeah, oh, no. Uh, you know seriously. what I know? No, seriously. It's like, yeah, that's the, that's a different band. I'm so embarrassed that I know this. That isn't even followed by. That's good, Charlotte. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And but here's still. The thing, and, and but they're the same. Right. Much. And Joel Madden. I don't even think is in. The, I think Joel is the one that is his brother. That's just a DJ. Like the. And the, is that and how that, that was? Are, yeah. I feel like what happened is I went scouring in a MySpace to find an old friend. Like, it was like he's from, like, he's literally, the, he grew up in that era. Okay. Uh-huh. Of, like, right? Like, anything that had to do with my, like, he, like, and uh, MySpace is just a tenement building now. If you yeah. go there, mm. it's just gunshots and crack horse. It's just <laughs> nothing, you know. Turned so. into the Wild West of the internet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it has. I tried to. Yeah. I, I can't um, even understand how to open it anymore. I tried to go back on there to find pictures, and it's all new and fancy and changed. Yeah. yeah. That's my story. How, about that's my a good space. story. That's yeah. a good story. The, well, the Fallout Boy thing I, that just reminded me of something I did see online. These, it was this kid talking about how um, somehow I'm friends with them on Facebook, like a 19 year old. I'm like, oh man, I'm going back to my punk roots. Going to listen to some Fallout Boy. Oh boy. That yeah. just infuriated no, me. That oh, was an no. instant unfriend. I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. it. I yeah. just, I mean, and it's just so weird because that is true for a lot of people. <laughs> like that is their, and that's their idea of like, yeah, man, I listen to punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I listen to the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid. Really? I had that first Avril Lavigne record. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff just infuriates. Well, me. before you guys but, both. You're heads explode about yeah. this with this anger when you talk about the last time we saw each other so you were here in town for bridgetown that's right yeah yep. and i remember that we went on a tiny adventure we did we yes. did. we uh we were standing outside of a party we that were was huge um, which was awesome it was in the in like in southeast industrial district yeah right yeah mm-hmm. and we uh we saw a girl walk uh, the girl walked by us with a glow stick and no pants on, and we said, "Whatever party she's <laughs> and furry going boots, to, I think. whatever, yeah. yes, whatever party she's going, to, right, exactly, furry boots, like the like the David Lee Roth, like an after ski boot from yeah. the seventies. So we followed her to a rave, I believe. We did. Yeah. We followed her around the corner to a to a because we were very. 
now that I it was we were curious. Now that I saw the VMAs and like now the Miley like it all wrapped up with Miley Cyrus. Like, yeah. I'm like okay, there that's what we saw. What we saw <laughs> right. was what Miley Cyrus was, which is like she was looking to stick her head inside of a teddy bear's butt and she was <laughs> super high, licking the side of her face, rolling yeah. on Molly or whatever the kids do. Yeah, yeah. The kids I, uh, these days. Yeah. If that's my daughter, I go go to this show and then when she comes home I just shoot her in the head because she's gonna be useful to no one in the future and yeah. I've just done everyone a favor. <laughs> yeah, we both I remember I recall standing outside of the Raven the we all decided that it was a very bad idea because we were yeah. thinking about trying to sneak in. It's like, no. It was weird. As soon as we got around the corner, I could feel my like my arms and like I could suddenly – because like when you're 50, your hands hurt from standing. And when I came around the corner, I just was like, oh my god, I could feel my age. Like I was like, yeah. this is insane. Like I feel like a cop. Well, right? totally. I mean when we're all significantly older than however old these yes. kids were. Very and yet so. we probably looked a little bit creepy, I would imagine. Yeah. Now that I'm looking back on this, I mean, I do standing just there. hanging out. But yes, <laughs> I, I, you're right. I did. We and we were trailing this girl without pants. Like, it was very <laughs> like if you had seen us, like if you'd been watching yeah. us, you would have been like, "This is so suspect." Like these yeah. old people just follow this girl without her <laughs> pants on, and she's got a glow stick, and we're all laughing. You know, and, maybe yeah. we were being trailed. That yeah, we didn't even it know. It. I mean, really, we were the assholes in yeah. that situation. Like one, honestly. But remember, it was it was super. Loud, and then it was writing up against a train. Don't you remember? Yes. Yeah. yes. I was like, oh, this is one of those train raves where they want the music to be interrupted like almost perfectly by the <laughs> of, a, of a train going through. Like, <laughs> like that. All timed in. Yeah. Oh, it was magical. <laughs> you going to that train rave, dude? I love train rave. Like, it, it's a train goes right through our rave. Like, right as we're really starting to get there. So as soon as we're like, it's like almost full Skrillex. That's the only. That's the only dumb stuff. That's, that's, yeah, that's the one I know too. On a, on a show that we used to do, our producer would always talk about that whatever that kind Skrillex. of music is. Yeah, uh, the music dubstep. But yeah, there was like there was like nude. There's like new. There, I can't. one one of the names. I can't remember them. Like I'm. Really no, all I know person. is because every time I'd say I'm like, oh, that Skrillex thing. He's you know, like, no, not that. I wouldn't have trouble remembering it if it was music, but yeah. it's yeah. not. So it's I not, can't. No. It's just. You know, it's just that sound. Yeah. I it makes me feel like my head's noises. going to explode. Yeah. It makes me, it, it exacerbates my anxiety. It makes me a little crazy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That will do it. Well, since we are on a podcast, I want to ask, are you still, you're, you're still doing Walk in the Room, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah How's yeah. that been going? Yeah, yeah. We just, I mean, you know. We, you have some fans like, in the chat right now, was, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should, I mean, that's where they belong. That's on <laughs> those are those are my fans right there in the right there in the chat. Our fans actually aren't real; they're just in a chat. They're stuck in a chat. They, our fans are stuck in a chat room. Uh, I bless their hearts. We have the best fans. Yeah, uh, all seven of them, and uh, <laughs> they are committed. You know, we've been doing it for three years. That's I really awesome. The other day, and we we barely missed. A, I took a little I took a little break for a while, but we we really haven't missed a week. And uh, uh, it's been good. You know, I think. You know, there was that podcast moment um, that that we had where it was, you know, everyone was something discovering podcasts, and mm-hmm. then it's like, who's going to stick around? Who's going to do it for real? And we just love doing it, you know. Yeah. And, and so it's there's no, it's not really a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the beginning, we thought, well, maybe we'd turn this into something else, but then it's just been a podcast, and I kind of. Yeah, I kind of like it like that. Well, you're so busy well, with everything else. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I mean, how you even have time to do one a week for your schedule? Well, because you know you have to prioritize it. You know, yeah. it's like and and all those people were the ones that made the record possible, and all those yeah. people make my stand up possible. Mm-hmm. So I owe them that at the very least to put out. And when I say owe them that, like it's just horseshit what we do. It's just two guys whining at each other <laughs> and then arguing, and then and I, you know. But some people seem to like it. So. Um, 
but yeah, I still I still get a kick out of it. I still I still really enjoy doing it. And then Dave started the podcast festival. Yeah, which is this weekend. So he was oh, yeah. going to be LA. here. Mm-hmm. It says I guess it says that he's with me this weekend, but he's certainly not because he's running the podcast festival <laughs> oh. in Los Angeles. Well, so. I think that you're more than enough. It's okay. You guys should go and do the podcast festival, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we should actually. We're we're in the wrong state for that right now, but we're we're working on it for next year. Yeah, yeah, you should. I, will, yeah. I mean, I, I would be the person to talk to, but I mean, it'd be cool that like that'd be awesome. That would be amazing. You know a lot of yeah. comics, and you guys are in mm-hmm. the scene, yeah. so it would be good to. Oh, we'd love to be a part yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted yeah. to ask, why do you call it a pod cuddle instead of a podcast? Uh, you know, we didn't. I mean, I think we just immediately at the beginning wanted to d- d- define ourselves as and it did. different. You know, we're like, yeah. you know, it's a cuddle. It's yeah. not a cast. It's like it's it's. I don't know. We just wanted to. We thought if we said a story pod cuddle, people go, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and it's like it doesn't really matter. It's like Japanese television where you just take some things that are right and make them wrong. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> where you like, it's just in translation. Like it's like that's our translation of what it is. It's a pod cuddle cast. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we are grabbing. I mean, we are two men clinging to each other. As we die, like it's two guys that are dying in a closet, and then they're clinging to each other. So it is very cuddly with a microphone. And it's also the most uncuddly podcast ever. So yeah. it's, it's you know it's just two dudes that talk about you know a lot of times we tell our audience that we have our dicks out. And yeah. Sometimes we do. It depends on the day. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's theater of the mind. You know yeah. whatever whatever it, it, whatever it they is. Kind of you know yeah. that's the thing I do like about podcasts. It's like. Um, you know, people were always like, you should film it. And I'm like, I don't think that's what anyone – nobody wants to see it. I think mm. that would make it really disappointing. Like yeah. I, I even know Marin and know where he broadcasts his thing. But I, but when I listen to Marin's, I pretend it's in a different place. It's in my head. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and I think that's why people like the podcast so much is they're so mm. incredibly personal. Well, and how have you seen uh, – just since you guys have been doing it for three years, have you seen a big change in your audience – since you started doing it, of them coming out to support like people who found you through the podcast, yeah, definitely. Or... The 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 audience is way more comedy based as opposed yeah. to before. Mm. It was sort of based around the popularity of the books mm-hmm. um, that, that I had written. So uh, yeah, and 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 uh, and then those people are generally because most people don't just listen to one podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah, most of these guys are fans of about five or six really hardcore fans. Yep, and so um, they're really comedy savvy. So they may so when they come out, if they're in a, if there's at least four or five of them in the room. Your set can go really well because mm-hmm. you can go anywhere and you got pals. It's like yeah. you know you have family in the room, so it's neat. I, I love it, and I love and I've always loved the people that listen to our show. Yeah, um, because they uh, listen to our show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty simple math. Uh, you like me, I like you back. Mm-hmm. I yeah. follow people back when they compliment me. One compliment, <laughs> and I follow you back. I'm like, dude, I don't like you that much. I just thought you were funny. Like, I don't need you following me. This is just for me and my family. And I'm like, no, dude, what are you tweeting? Like, I'm. <laughs> What's going on? Tell me what you're having yeah. for lunch. <laughs> yeah, if you're super nice to me, I DM you. Like, that was super nice. You made my day. And they're like, God, dude, have some self esteem. I'm nobody. I just wanted to tell you I liked your special. Now I don't like anything about you. He's just on there alone. searching himself all day yeah. long. Like, when, that, when the band puts out a record. Or when something like that, I have to promote. I lose a lot of people. Like as soon as that, as soon as all I become about is like tweeting black sweater mask, I suddenly watch people drop off my yeah. thing because I'm relentless about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's I'm what like, you got to do. That's though. what it's supposed to be for. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, and it's cool. I, mean, I don't mind, but but it is that thing of like I realize like oh, this is if this was my Twitter feed, I'd be like God, I get it. Wait until he stops promoting it. Fifty. It's so sad. I'll come back later. <laughs> well, you do say that you have your fans. You know, the, of course, with the podcast, and then because you do the writing. And yep. you just you just wrote a new book. We just you well, and your we, wife, right? Uh, yeah, we put out a book. Um, it was actually a book that had been around for a while mm. that we had put out in the UK, and then we decided to release it here because we had the rights to it, and thought, why don't we put it out as an ebook? And um, 
this is premature, but I think we're going to go back to Chicago into two episodes of Oprah's Life Class. Nice. <laughs> Which is so funny and weird because I've been, I've been running from the last appearance from Oprah for years. I've been like running away from it. And then that came up and I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't oh, care no. at this point. I Wait, don't care. Did something horrible happen at the last Oprah appearance? No, it's just that it became my identity. Okay. So yeah. I went from being – I had worked so hard at being a comedian for so long. I was 15 years in the game. And suddenly I was now – that was like wiped clean. It's like, no, you're a relationship guy. And so that's who would come to my shows and mm-hmm. that's the only kind of work I could get on television. I couldn't pitch things without – unless it was a romantic comedy. Like I really got stuck in that relationship thing, which was – I'd only explored in that book. It wasn't in my stand-up. It was never – I'd never written stuff about relationships. I didn't really care. So it was a hard thing to – but that was pre-internet kind of. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then now that the internet allows you to sort of like – you can look at someone and go, they do 25 different things, and I'm, yeah. I'm fine with all of them, or yeah. I like this one, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now that the record's out, and now that I've been doing a podcast for three years, I feel like, oh, it's a nice balance, and I like it. You know, the book we wrote was cool, so. That's yeah. really cool. And do you incorporate everything that you do, like via, you know, things from the podcast, or from the book, or from whatever that you're doing, or your band? Do you talk about that uh, in your act when you're on stage? Only if it comes up naturally. Mm-hmm. I yeah. only talk about things that are actually happening. I talk a lot about how much I hate my friend Angelo now. Like, that is a big <laughs> part of it. I talk about my daughters being annoyed. Like, I talk about you know i talk about whatever's right in my line of sight it's uh-huh. always been that way it's like whatever comes up for me i never think about it like i never um go i'm gonna talk about this this year or you know um it has to it the thing is it has to have happened to me if it yeah. didn't happen to me i don't talk about it so it's really just what comes across my path mm-hmm. and it can be anything from hating chris angel you know to <laughs> right i mean to, yeah to getting to in a fight on because I, I got a, a couple a while ago i got on um uh, some anti-anxiety drugs which are neat in a lot of ways but not good for fighting so if yeah. you're like in a fight with somebody and they're gonna hit you you know and your and your whole vibe is like i don't really care <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. that's not a good way to but defend see, I yourself do, no. i do no. am on anti-anxiety drugs and it, it at least stops you from you know hitting them back or murdering them or anything well right that's yeah. the thing but yeah. it's like you, you can still get in a fight you know what one is it's just you right. don't have anything you you're not interested the guy's like do you have a problem i'm like bro we all have problems I mean, let's get let's get down to it yes let's of course real. i do dude i am on some serious <laughs> um but i you know so i like so that so if that's in my if so that's something i want to talk about because it's genuinely happening and i can and i can get excited about talking about it on stage you know yeah. um so that's been um, – so that's that's how it works. If, if something relationship-ish happened – I talked more about the event of being on Oprah and <laughs> the event of the uh-huh. book because that's what happened to me as opposed to here's what you should do with your dating because I don't care mm-hmm. yeah. to talk about that in stand-up. It's a, then it seems like you're doing a thing like men are like this. That's right? the first thing yeah. that I thought like if you're like going on Oprah again, that is so much show fodder gold. Mm-hmm. You oh, are going to have if, – if that pans out, that is going to be so much to work with. Well, and it's also like she's – um, and now everything is like very specific and it's on cable. It's not going to mm-hmm. be quite the same deal. You know, it's like I didn't even, you know, to be honest, I wasn't, I didn't even know she, I didn't know there was a show that she, I, you know, it's her life class. Mm-hmm. But then I watched yeah. one. I'm like, they're really specific. Like they're kind of cool because you can just get one and they keep watching it like you're wa- like a self-help book. You okay. know, it's literally like, so she has people on and they break down whatever it is that they're there to talk about. Okay. Like Brene Brown or she has Dr. Phil on or whatever. And then it's so there are little bit of classes that you're teaching online with her or on television with her. So that will be useful. Yeah. 
you know, and that I feel like, oh, that's a cool thing. It's not just about me being like, oh, maybe he should have a talk show. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems like your time is being used to, quite sparingly right now as it is. Yeah, and I want to. I want like to stay doing stand up. I would like to continue yeah. to keep doing this and and see if I can get out on the road with the band. And you know, that's uh, what I was wondering actually. With all these different things that you do, is there one facet of of the entertainment world that you haven't uh, you know gone into that you would like to? You know, I acted in something the other day, which I never do because I don't like. It. I did. I I don't know why. I, again, the anti anxiety like drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to be like, I can't do this. I don't like it. I'm too self aware. And then you're like, I don't. I, what, it makes you kind of a little bit like pleasantly numb, but a little bit. Yes, numb. you're like, oh, yeah. I can read this. Like things what that used this? to like make you go like, oh god, and get all twitchy. Like now you can like, all right, I can do this. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a doctor. Fine. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? It was like, oh, I don't know anything about medicine. Why would I take? I can't do this. I don't know. I'm not, no you know what about, I don't know how this guy talks. Like I'd be all defensive. People were like, God, dude, don't do it. <laughs> and so I was in this thing the other day, and I really enjoyed it. So I would do that. I would just like to. I would like just. I would like to continue a making money because mm. I have right. a family. That's but, a good thing. But I would like to like just keep it an adventure. I don't want to mm-hmm. pin it down to one thing. Whatever yep. comes up, you know. If I could do anything, if I had my dream thing, I would be like, well, let's have the band take off because that's mm-hmm. my favorite thing, and I like doing that. But it's also that's the most unlikely of all of the things that I have my fingers in. So, um, I mean, I'd like to make clothes, you know, I wouldn't mind learning how to cut hair. I wouldn't mind, you know, it'd be fun to like, cause in my, there's a part of me that's like, what am I gonna do when I quit? Like mm-hmm. I, when I yeah. quit, like when I tire, like wouldn't it be nice to have a barbershop in Hawaii. Right. And cut people's hair and, and be slightly famous enough so that people would just show up for $10, you know, just do mohawks. Yeah. That's all <laughs> that's I'm doing. Is One that what cut. you have right now? I can't tell because you were it's, it's grown out. It's All right. really grown out, but I'm gonna. I if you try, don't know I tried what to get one because I knew I was gonna see you guys, and I was like trying to get one yesterday, but I couldn't. You're looking good. If anyone, yeah, if absolutely. you don't know what Greg looks like, look up Greg Barron. He is the most fashionable man I think I've Good ever boy. seen. Uh, I would I say know. by far, by far. I don't know. I yeah. don't, I'm not sure about that. Well, but I, I would say right in the world of comedy, you are the most fashionable. person. Until you see a picture of Paul F. Tompkins, and then you're like, well, but his is a little bit different. <laughs> That's he's, a different kind. He's of, a different yeah, style. Thing. He's 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 of an era. Yeah. He's of an era, mm-hmm. uh, but still very stylish. Very yeah. stylish. Well, what we're saying is that you want to see this man with your eyeballs in yeah, person. You, you can do that. I like that. This Absolutely. weekend yeah, you can do and it. tonight. You can do it today. 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 Oh my! Mere hours from now. Mere hours. Hours from now, you can come out to to arguably one of the best comedy clubs in the country. Absolutely. I would put it up there. Last time I was here, it was fantastic. Maybe mm-hmm. it's changed. Maybe it's gotten terrible. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gotten nothing but better. I mean, look, yeah, they're still big and good talent. They have you coming back. Right, yeah. they have me coming See? back. Exactly. Love, good my, decisions being made. My, did Jake Johansson do your show when he was here? Uh, mm. No. I don't think so. <laughs> Jake, are you all right? Yeah, just my water went down the wrong way. Jake Johansson sent me a photo. He said, dude, they're totally promoting your show here. And it was just a long, long, like a faraway picture of one tiny picture of my head on a bathroom wall. And it was the only thing on the wall was this little picture of my head. And he goes, dude, they're promoting the hell out of your show. Check it out. And I showed it to my family, and we just wept. Like we were laughing. It was just like it was the best photograph. It was just my tiny head in a bathroom, apropos of nothing. It could have just been, you know, he's just a very this is a perfect person to look at while you're peeing. Well, this is just our make guy. eye contact with. Him. I mean, everybody's probably going to go through there at least once, so someone will see there it. There is something about you know? that. Yeah, you know, where where are we going to have eyeballs? Well, people will be peeing. Mm-hmm. Where do I know that guy from? People oh, yeah. will be peeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bathroom. And, <laughs> they, <laughs> and they have nothing to concentrate on. It, is, it does actually make sense now that I think about it. <laughs> You're just the bathroom guy. It's cool. Yeah. Well, 
you can go see Greg tonight, 8 p.m. at Helium Comedy Club. Yes. And then two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Five opportunities. Five up. Go to all no five excuse. shows. No excuse. All five shows. No excuse. There's zero excuse. Yeah. And I went to the University of Oregon, if that means anything to anybody. There you go. Dude, come on. He's a duck. I'm a duck, dude. What, what the hell? Duck. I'm full. I was there when they were terrible. Like, I got to be yeah. there when they were awful, and the football players were just a bunch of thugs, and they were constantly being arrested. Like, and now they're oh, all yeah. fancy and shit. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're all fancy. They're all fancy. They have, like, what, like, didn't you say, like, 400 wardrobe, like, uniform changes oh, or something? Oh, it's like 200 and some different That's combinations. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. uniforms. Of the, of the black and green or yep. the whatever. Yeah, it's so weird. It, it is. is really, they, I mean, but they are, like, the, they are, like, the team that, like, breaks new outfits. Oh, yeah. Like, the rest of, like, the rest of, Football, all football follows suit by what they've decided to do. Yep. They're the Brad Pitt of sunglasses. And this is making more sense. They're the most fashion forward, you know, like uniform in school. And like, and here you are, an alum. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's where I got it from the football team. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Following suit. I think when I was there, we had the best rapist in all of football. (laughs) So they've come a long way. Oh, don't you brag like that. Changed a bit. (laughs) They had the best, they had seriously the best MVP rapist. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Well, go see Greg tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. And follow shows. you online on the internet. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, uh, at Gregory Barrett uh, is my Twitter. And then uh, at Raining Monarch is the band. And uh, the album is available at Bandcamp for $7. And then I think my comedy album is on there and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Get the awesome. album. Get the book. Facebook. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's an iBook. You can get it. You can get it in a hard copy. It's called uh, It's Just a Fucking Date. And uh, it's Which available awesome. at Amazon yeah. and all those mm-hmm. other places. Awesome. And then get a date. Why don't yeah. you get a date? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't stress go. about it. Don't stress about it. Just go on a date. Stop. <laughs> just fucking get a do date. It. Bring him to Helium dude, Comedy Club. If you're a dude listening to this, just ask a girl out. Don't just go stand next door next to a bar at a bar and then get her pregnant. Like actually take her out <laughs> somewhere. And and don't involve but don't bring Molly. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do what the kids don't are do doing. It. Put your pants back on. Ladies, put your pants back on. Do you mind? Put down the glow sticks. <laughs> put down the teddy bear. We get it. Oh, pacifier. Lick the side of your face. Stop it. <laughs> Keep the the furry boots, though. That's it. Gregory yes. All right. Uh, dude, thank you so much for <laughs> thank coming Thank you, guys. Too. I love you guys. Love you, too. too. All right. Uh, we will talk to you guys later with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. You, um... I'm pretty proud of myself. You should be proud of yourself. I can't do it in my own apartment, but I can do it here. That's the thing. That's the thing. Well, you know what? Actually, I don't really care what you do in your own apartment because that doesn't (laughs) affect me. What you did here today, though, I have to say, your cleaning spree, whatever it is that you just went on, this frenzy that you've just had for the last hour, Mm -hmm. kudos. It wasn't an hour. It was two hours. Two hours. Two hours. It was, it was good work. It, I know. You did some good work. You I really scrubbed did. scrubbed the doors. I scrubbed the doors. And yet your kitchen is still full of food. And yet it's full of rotting food. All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. We so greatly appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it, even in that accent. So, you can, of course, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the subscribe button if you would like to support us by being able to listen live. Actually, we're just giving a ton of stuff away for only six ninety nine a month. So, Absolutely. listen live. There's a live chat, exclusive archive, all kinds of other live shows here on the network. Perhaps you got to hear the pre-show that we just might have had right now that was yeah. only exclusive for people live on the exclusive network. Exclusive for you guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and <laughs> Where a lot we of that admit stuff, things that we don't necessarily want to put on the recording <laughs> Absolutely. There is that. And a lot of that stuff will go into the exclusive archive as well. So if you're a subscriber, you get to listen to it afterwards. But yes. yes. So uh, thank you so much for uh, for listening to the show. Also, don't forget, if you uh, would like to 
if you are purchasing anything from Amazon, yes. please go to funemploymentradio.com first. Thank you. It makes such a difference. We it really, really appreciate it. it. It adds up. So if you're buying anything from Amazon for yourself, for work, or anyone you know is about purchasing off of there, just go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the Amazon link and that's it. And Job's just be done. on your merry way. Be on your way. Buy whatever you want to buy. We don't get to see it, so don't worry. Mm. We're not watching it. We're not watching it. No. But let's now let's let's get back to how awesome I am. I cleaned I, I the shit is, out of the studio. You did. You I did. cleaned everything from the windowsills to the windows to the outsides of the doors you in did. the hallway. And for anyone who doesn't know, we have our our broadcasting studio, the Fun Employment Radio Studios, are located here in in, uh, in Portland, Oregon, in glorious southeast Portland, glorious Oregon. southeast Portland, it's Oregon. It's actually a beautiful day here today. It it well, yeah, it's it is. The trees are golden. I'm looking at them. Greg doesn't get to see out the window no. because his back is to the window, so all he has to see is me and a wall. Yeah, I get to like gaze past him and not even like look at him half the time. Yeah. And look at the beautiful leaves changing. Isn't that neat? It's so wonderful. I need to put up something over there. Maybe we could put up a mirror on the other side so I can look at myself. You just right, want to so stare at yourself in a mirror. Maybe. The, that, makes so, that makes so much sense. Probably would work out. Yeah. So the, uh, we, have our, we have our broadcast studio, which is connected to our green room. And, you know, there's a lot of, lot of shows that come in and out of here, including, you know, Sarah and I are here every day. And uh, Sarah went on a massive cleaning spree just to spruce things up in here. It's not like it was bad before. But no, it wasn't. But I mean, there's some, but, you like, know, after you've been in a place for a while, mm-hmm. like you realize like some things need to be dusted or wiped down. Plus, you know, it's, it is the season for germs and stuff. Yes. So I just decided to go crazy. We don't have a vacuum cleaner in here. I handpicked the carpets. You did indeed. Sarah was on all fours picking dirt off the carpet. Yes, I, I was on, and I also swept underneath I'm the table. I'm not exaggerating. That is what she was doing. I did. Every, I, I handpicked all of the little, like everything off of the carpets in both rooms. Washed the walls, clean the clean the microphones, headphones, table, all the dishes, clean the sink, clean the yeah. floors. I am proud of See, myself. Well, and I know, I know you are, and and you did a great job. And so I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna besmirch the fact that you clean this place. Uh-huh. That is awesome. I just wonder why you don't do that at your own. I don't know place. I don't know. Usually it's the opposite for people. Well, because like, I love what we do, and I think like when I come here and mm-hmm. I look around at this thing we created, I'm like I love this. Whereas, yeah. uh, where I love my apartment, but that's kind of my place where I go to just be able to be myself and watch ten hours of Supernatural and paint a dog right. and not do my dishes. You know, yes. Like, but here this is my place. Like I like to have everything looking the way that. I want it to. Uh-huh. I like us to present ourselves with our best face forward. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, you've done a good job. Yes. I, I, I can't. I can't make fun of you for it. I've got. I cleaned the shelves. I even cleaned the microwave. You did. Yeah. You did. It was awesome. Now, if you can just do this every day, so I think this is going to be part of your routine here at the studio. That's really funny. Every day, you can clean that up, and also um, you can come over to my house and clean some of my stuff. Why don't you go like fuck to. yourself? Because uh, <laughs> actually, I've. Uh, I well, so okay. I was talking about this earlier in the week about. You know how things that I say on the show seem to come to fruition afterwards the next day. This has happened for like two or three days in a row. Um, something that I did say on the show that I thought was coming to fruition did not. So I, I own wait. A home. You're saying that oh, we didn't win a million dollars. Well, the day's not over yet for the million dollars. I'm going to say it one more time. Boy, it sure would be nice if a million dollars just showed up in our bank account or on the street or something like that. Or five. Or five dollars. Or five dollars. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I talked about how my uh, I own a house. I rent out two rooms and. I, you know, as part of that, I've got like a washer and dryer. Well, you know, mm. not very exciting thing. No, but you got, dude. I would be excited to have my own washer and dryer. You yeah. also have, a, you also have a dishwasher. Yeah, you have like my all my appliances that I would enjoy having. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, not anymore. So the <laughs> the washing machine broke, and um, actually, I had uh, I talked about there's a couple of listeners who who had written and offered some things. Haven't heard back from them in uh, over a day. So I'm kind of guessing maybe those went out of the way. 
And by the way, if anybody is in Portland and they have a washing machine they're getting rid of for uh, on the less expensive to free side, um, please <laughs> let me know. Please let me please know. Please do because Greg, um, God bless uh, all, all of you, but Greg had heard from a couple of listeners. Thank you for contacting him about yeah. perhaps some possible washing machines and now they're not writing back. Yeah. So, so I Greg's mean, kind of, he's still shit Nobody, out of luck. Like, yeah. you, but you had that like optimism yesterday. I did have the optimism. I did have that. I did have that. So, uh, so anyway, that's, that's going on. But I, um, I, of course, decided that I could maybe figure out how to fix this oh, thing. Oh, Jesus. Are you so, serious? So this is why I'm saying your cleaning skills could come in very good handy in, uh, in my basement because – No I, way. Not in your haunted basement. Well, the basement's not haunted, I don't think. So I, I decided to disassemble the washing machine. I don't think machine. ghosts just stick in one room, Greg. Well, maybe they do. Uh, there's no ghosts anyway at my house. It's fine. I'm just I, I, Someone's singing a different tune than yesterday. No, it's fine. Well, I found something about ghosts that Aaron Duran told me about that we were going to talk about here in a little bit. All right. All right. That's okay. fine. Um, but yeah, I completely... I completely started taking all the screws out of the washing machine. You took all the screws apart. out of the washing machine? Yeah. Yeah, I started taking it apart thinking that Why maybe I Why would could... you do that? Because it wasn't working and I was getting frustrated. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to uh, uh, maybe I can figure this out. So I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos about how to fix washing machines. And so oh I started God. taking everything apart. But here's the problem. And I, I've really figured There's out. There's a problem. I'm, I'm so surprised. Well, A, I didn't fix it. But B, I'm really good at taking stuff apart. But I'm terrible about remembering how to put it back together. So I took apart all these screws and I pried off things. And I probably took things off I shouldn't have. Why were you doing that? Because I thought maybe I could figure out what's wrong. I looked at, I looked at different, different uh, things. You know, you can find all con- kinds of stuff on the YouTubes now. But I also learned you can't trust all of them. So there's a bunch of videos that people have made for anything. Wait, you can so think you're of- telling me that everything on YouTube isn't true? Well, you're it's, telling me that some guy, Joe Schmo in his in his kitchen sitting there telling you how to fix your washing machine might not be 100 percent accurate. Well, it's that's it, just insanity. The way the way, you know, a, a good philosophy on life is to always believe everything you read on the Internet until it's proven false. So you just assume everything is correct and that these people making these videos about, you know, taking apart washing machines, they know what they're doing. They don't all know what they're doing. So I followed I followed this guy's guidelines and it it didn't it, it was wrong. It was just wow. Wrong. Yeah, it, I shouldn't have taken because I, I followed this. So one could you figure out how to put to it back apart. together, or do you just have pieces of washing machine down no, there? No, I just didn't. No, there's just pieces of washing machine down there right now. It's kind of all in a, in a big mess. There's just screws and like plates, and there's wires and like pieces of like. Did you actually? Uh, did you at least unplug it? Yeah, I was unplugged. You did that? Yes, okay. of course, Sarah. I'm a I'm a very you know I'm very good at doing these kinds of things. I I, I unplugged it and then um, <laughs> I completely took it apart. Aaron just wrapped this up in the best way possible. He said, "Greg really is like the larva version of a meth head. He's got tons of energy. Loves to take apart metal. Never sleeps. He's just missing the final ingredient." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could handle being a meth. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe meth would have like the opposite reaction to you because you like, already calm me down and put me you asleep. already have all like the meth characteristics. Well, like I don't have did... all the meth characteristics. You pick at your face a lot. I do not pick at my face. <laughs> Let's not start rumors. Play to his vanity if you want to get to him, you guys, by the way. <laughs> Where's that mirror? So, no, I, I don't have all the characteristics. of. I think maybe if you combine Kenny and I together, that, that might create pretty good meth because he's good at the scrap meddling. I'm good at taking things apart. He likes to take things apart, too. But, but he, he can also put them back together. Yeah, he's got that skill. Yeah. See, I haven't mastered that part. That, no, that... see, that's why you're more methy than Kenny, because Kenny might collect scrap metal. However, he takes apart things because he knows how to properly put them back together. Well, you just yeah. take apart things, and then now you just have a broken, disassembled washing machine sitting in your basement. This is why I've never necessarily been a mechanically oriented person. Like, it's just, it's boring to me. But taking it apart is kind of fun. 
that's kind of fun. And when you when on the rare occasion that I actually do fix something, it's very rewarding. It's very rare that I fix something though. Usually I just take it apart and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to put it back together again. This is broke. And then you just throw it away and buy a new one. Mm, no, now it just sits in my basement. Oh my god! No, I'm pretty sure this thing was unfixable from from everything that I uh, love how you, now it's unfixable. Even though you like yesterday, it was uh, potentially fixable well, until you disassembled it, and now you don't know how to put it back together. Well, let's say this: it had it been fixable, which I really don't think it had been, it wouldn't be now, probably. So it's uh, it's out of commission. It's out of commission. It's done. Um, so I am still I am still looking for a new one. No, I don't. I I really don't think. Uh, yeah, it was it was fixable. Yeah, that was my conclusion after. That's what that's what you have come to the conclusion. That's what of. I did. Your YouTube friends of. tell you that? Yeah, man, I should have I should have pulled up some of these. I'll I'll see if I can find some of them for for you, just so you can understand how bizarre some of these people are that uh, that post some of these videos. Some of them are helpful. A lot of them, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll take a look here. I'll okay. take a look here at another time and uh, and pull up some of those ones. But yeah. So now you have a disassembled washing machine. So what yeah. you're saying yeah. is anyone who was nice enough to contact Greg and let him know, because he's not going to say this, so I will, and let him know that you know somebody who has a washer or something, and now you're not getting back to him. Will you please just get back to him and let him know? So he's not just <laughs> so he's not sitting here with two room like telling having to tell his roommates like, oh no, somebody told me that they were going to help me out, and then yeah. he's not being helped out because he has to know whether or not to buy a new one. Yeah, this is part of the thing of being a landlord too. These these are the things that um, that that uh, kind of suck about it because then I have to be like, well, nope. Sorry, guys. Not happening right now. Not happening. Nope. Not yet. Dirty clothes. <laughs> By the way, I was just getting ready to do laundry, too, before this. So I've got about another two, three-day supply of clothes. i got to get this. I uh, told you. I'm very nice. I'll, you can totally use my washer and dryer if you come to my house and clean my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, though, a lot of these... You didn't even hear what I said. Oh, wait. To clean the kitchen? Yeah. That's I can tell sometimes you're not even listening to me. I'm just like, I, I can just say something and purple octopus monkey... I haven't Jelly slept bean. a lot lately, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> which is another trait of meth heads, but not because of meth, not because of meth. Um, but I've, I've noticed though, uh, uh, these videos, a lot of them get tons of views, and because of that, they're probably getting ad revenue from YouTube, even though, even though their videos are complete bullshit. Why don't we start making videos? <gasps> like how-to videos? Yeah, I can do a how-to video of how to take apart a washing machine. Ooh, that's a And good then not idea. put it back together, just how Greg, to take it apart. Cha-ching! Yeah, and then it'll get to the end of the video, and they'll think it's going to be a repair, and then it'll be like, oh, well, if it's in this state now, it doesn't work, so you'll need to get a new one. No, I don't know. That's bad karma, then. If you're having them disassemble something that's, like, an expensive piece of machinery, I'm talking about, like, maybe I could give people, like, uh, how to do sexy makeup tips, but then make it look pretty ridiculous. Or even make it look real. Yeah. Fuck. You're going to do a a sexy makeup tip? Sure. How to do the proper smoky eye. I don't even know what that means. Well, I don't know what else I could do. Sarah's sexy makeup tips. This is going to be your new new show on YouTube? Sure. Of you just putting on eye makeup over and over and too much blush? Too much blush. (laughs) There's no such thing. That is not even a sentence in the English language. All right. No. All right. Well, yeah, you could uh, you you could do that, I suppose. All right, yeah, it is being pointed out. If Greg did do meth, how would we actually notice? What this do you mean? is true. Greg could be a closet method. It's like those people that you don't realize are like addicts for years and years because they keep it so properly hidden. You know how I said I had a whole bunch of bites on my, on my arm from uh, camping? Maybe they're not bites. Oh, gross. maybe they're sores. It's entirely possible. Actually, you know what I think about that? Yeah, that does make me look kind of methy. The, luckily, most of the bites have gone away now. Luckily, it's long sleeve. You're making stop scratching your arms. You're making me itchy again. <laughs> well, thankfully, it's long sleeve season, so people can't see all of your scabs. I don't have scabs. Yes, you do. 
anymore. <laughs> Not as much anymore. Oh, wow. I'm feeling great about yeah. myself right now. That self-esteem is boo, yep. through the roof. Through the roof. Through the, through roof. the roof. Well, you're going to have to get your shit together because tonight... We are going to an art party. I know. I'm so excited. So, of course, uh, we've been talking to our friend in the chat, Aaron Duran. He is the writer of the comic La Brujera. Brujera? Brujera. Say it. Brujera. Brujera. Mm-hmm. Brujera. And, of course, our friend James Sinclair did the artwork for it, and uh, uh, Aaron's lovely wife, Jen, did the lettering. Do you think uh, people read La Brujera in uh, the capital of Colombia? What they, Shut up. What they call that? Uh, so uh, James Sinclair is actually going to be having a showing today, yes. tonight, here in Portland, Oregon. If you live here, uh, it's going to be at an art studio downtown. It's the Sequential Art Gallery and Studio, which is at 328 Northwest Broadway. Now, they're showing it. It's uh, The title of the show is called A Folklore and Fairy Tales, The Art of James Sinclair from the Comic Labrujera. God damn it. This is gonna be like my new Bogota. Whatever. I think it's fantastic. Uh, no, it is. It's so cool. So we're going to be going down there and uh, and checking it out. Yeah, definitely come down and see him. So since this is going to be at an art gallery, I've, I, I don't go to a whole lot of art shows. Well, and this is at 6 p.m., 6 this... p.m. to 10 p.m. So it's like the classy hour. Okay. So does that mean that I have to, you have to dress, like, up. dress up? You should wear a suit and tie. A, it's a suit and tie type of affair? Well, it's an art show. Okay. Well, I've got a suit and tie. I can clean up. So so does that mean we're like drinking wine and I'm going to be circulating with like, I don't know. Are we drinking wine? Is this like a high society type thing? I don't know. Because I, I Do don't I know have to wear heels? Works. I bought my new heels. <gasps> Maybe this is when I should wear my new heels. What? You're like 10 inch tall heels? So you No, like I a- bought like these new turquoise heels and I need to practice walking them because I want to wear them on my birthday because of course it is my birthday month. So I have to make sure that I know how to walk in them by the time next week rolls around. No, no. You're going to make us, you're going to be representing Fun Employment Radio at this thing too. I don't want you walking around in these heels and falling all over I'm things. I'm not going to be falling all over things. They're not that high of heels. But yeah, I need but to learn how to walk like over. a lady. I'm going to be 33. I need to learn how to <laughs> fucking wear high heels at this point in time. You just don't like it because I'm going to be taller than you. Well, no, I hate that too. That but is exactly why you don't like it. No, but I mean, you're going to walk around. The, let's, we've talked about this before. Sarah is not the uh, not the most graceful of. This is a fair assessment. I mean, I think that's fair. But I'm not, they aren't high. They're like they're heeled boots. They're like two inches high. Uh, I can walk in those. Yeah, but th- here's the thing. There's going to be a bunch of artwork there. You're going to be stumbling around in these heels, drinking a glass of wine at this high society I mean, <laughs> where I'm going to be trying to woo you know some high society babes, and you're going to be. Stumbling around on this thing, I can totally see you falling. What if you fall onto one of the art pieces? You ruin it. I'm not going to fall on the art pieces. I don't know. I might have to bring this up to just... Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll alert James about this just so he knows. You are a so dick. So he can alert the staff. You know what? I'm going to learn how to walk in the highest heels ever, and I'm just trading in all my shoes for heels. <laughs> Suck on that. So every time we take a picture, you're going to be like a full head shorter than me. Don't <sighs> challenge me. Don't you dare challenge me because I will live my life miserable in high heels if I know that it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what you would do. That for is what I will do. I would break. I would break my feet just so. I, just because I know that it would make you mad that you would look short mm-hmm. in the pictures. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Okay. So anything that you think I would be upset about, yes, you would go along with that. Absolutely. God, I would hate it if you gave me all your money right now. I would just hate it if you like, <laughs> oh, handed me your debit card and said, "Here, use this, use this." That would be disgusting and gross. So please don't do that, Sarah. You know what? I'm going to get out the dollar that I have in my wallet right now. I'm just going to give it to you. I'm going to spite you. <laughs> ah, if only that would work. But no, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, yeah. So cool once again, that address. So it's the Sequential Art Gallery and Studio, which is at 328 Northwest Broadway, number 113. Yeah. That's I mean, tonight. So what are you going to wear? 
Should I wear I something? Do I, have to wear, do I have to wear a suit and tie? Is it, it that, that Whenever kind of I think about art parties, I like flash back to like eighties movies and fancy art parties where the gr- ladies all wear like weird hats and stuff. That's my only real reference of this. Me I've too. been to like a couple of art gallery yeah. things downtown before, but I never know what to do. So I mean, obviously James Art is awesome. So this this will make it easy. Like I can go around and look at look at all the art for it. But the problem I have is like this may not be as bad, but it's conversing with people about the art that you're looking at. Well, we know James's art. Well, so I know, good. and I know James's art. So but this I mean, will but make it a lot easier. Other artists there. Like, this they will make it a lot easier because this is also like during. Isn't this first Thursday or whatever it is? Oh, is that what's going on? I think so. So that's gonna be it's gonna be a shit ton of fancy people, all and they can smell poor. Like we've talked about this before. Oh no, they're gonna be able to smell us. They're gonna be like ugh, ugh. How do you not smell poor? By not being poor? Okay. Yeah, I don't know how to do that one. I don't know. All right. So, so we got to... So what are you well, going to start thinking about this then. Are you going to so, be like zany? Are you going to wear like a like a kooky shirt? No, I don't want to be the zany guy at the art. But you don't want to be the overdressed guy too because then it looks like you're trying too hard. And if you're going to try and woo these art these art babes... Yeah. Then I don't really know what to do. Do I have to I wear mean, like a turtleneck sweater or something? Do I need maybe. a beret? Am I supposed to wear no, a beret? Not a beret. Okay. But maybe a turtleneck sweater. I don't have a turtleneck sweater. Or you could wear a sweater with like the with the leather elbow pads. I don't have one of those. But there's a Goodwill around here. You can go there and probably find one. Oh, well, that, that'll, that'll just reek a pour. So, no, it won't because you're wearing it ironically because you have so much money that okay. you decided to go where, where the okay. poor people shop. I'll ask Greg Barrett to borrow one of his sweaters. Greg Barrett does have a lot of sweaters. He has a lot of sweaters. <laughs> so, all right. So, um, yeah, I got to think about this. I got to think how I'm going to act because, I mean, the key thing is I want to look cool, but I don't want to, like, overdo it. Do I act, like, uh, slightly just um, disinterested? Aloof? You have like, to act aloof. I'll be like, No, oh, you have yes. to be interested in jams. I'm saying, like, there will no, be other I, art shows going on, too. Do I act overly interested? Do I act slightly disinterested and to be, like, show off the fact that I know the artist? There we go. That's one of the things. I'll name drop James constantly. I'll name up James and Aaron. I'll be like, oh, yeah, well, actually, I know both the... The artist and the uh, and the designer of the comic book myself, so the writer. Is that how you're going to talk? Yes, I'll just talk like sl- slow. It's going to be really loud there, though. You can't talk that. You can't mumble. You have to like be assertive in your talking. No, but that makes me more interesting, more mysterious. I'll be this mysterious guy who knows who knows. Okay, the I artist. think your mysterious would equal everybody else's creepy. Oh, uh, I think no. I think I I think this is going to work out. Uh, Work out really well. Uh, Okay, Aaron in the chat is saying Edward is correct. Sarah is an artist. Greg is the, well, you know, groupie. I am not a groupie. (laughs) But that's true, Greg. Only one of us uh, did a painting this week. Well, that's fine. No, I am not not a painter. But Greg is a voice artist. This is true. However. I do my own kind of art. But, he uh, does art with his face, music, and things like that. But music. no, I am not. I am not a painter. I've never been very good at uh, at the painting and drawing. I mean, I thought I you kid, used to draw. Well, I did. I mean, yeah, kid stuff. I guess I I, I did that. I draw monsters. <laughs> that was my big thing that I would draw. You're getting a good tip in the chat, Greg. So okay. you know, since the theme is uh, you know of folklore and fairy tales, you can talk all about Bigfoot. Oh, because there is a lot of Bigfoot stuff going on in the news right now. Um. Don't uh, try to play up Squatch Watch before I do it. Because, I'm yes, not. I'm just today. saying it was just there. It was natural. There is a Squatch Watch today. Oh, coming boy. up. Oh, yeah. It's oh a big boy. one. 
It is a big one. Okay, so <laughs> Greg's face art. <laughs> <laughs> you should just name check the the commercials and uh, things that you've been in. Okay, you should just be like, oh, you know, I I tried my hand at painting, but it really wasn't my my fort. I think that. Uh, I, I found that using my voice and my acting ability yes. really brings something to the table that not a lot of people are able to I'd rather look at my body as a work of art on which I display it in many different manners. Something like that. There so you that go. sounded pretty good. And you could offer it to the lady and just be like, would you like me to show you my work of art? Would you, would you like me to <laughs> – may I display my art piece to you? Is that how you say – I would say forte, but it's, I thought it was pronounced fort. No, it's forte. No, because it was forte and then I was corrected that it was pronounced fort. I think somebody was messing with no. you. No. Uh, it's forte. I don't believe so. Forte. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's. It's not fort. Don't go around saying fort tonight. You're going to embarrass. No, both I of us. swear. It's. I thought that someone told me some classy person. I remember telling me that the, that the a. What classy person told you this? You believe anything anyone says, don't you? No. See, Aaron wrote. Sarah's correct. It's fort. No. I'm looking it up. No, I swear. I no. swear. No, because I'm saying it correctly and I'm getting shit for it. No. It's it's forte. No. It's forte. fort. Forte is the incorrect pronunciation. No, I don't. Just like think how people right. say coupon, it's coupon. <laughs> no, I disagree with this. I don't think that's it. Because either way, even if that is the correct way to say it, you're still going to sound ridiculous because everybody else pronounces it this way. All right, here, here. I've got. Let's just take a look here. All right. Uh, oh, it would help if I plugged it in. <laughs> Is it really Forte? Have I, I want to say Forte, but like I, somebody made fun of me Look, once. We can't mess this up. We only get one chance at high society. I know. I know. Forte. See? There we go. No. Forte. No. Forte? Yep. There we go. No, that's just Solved. one person. Solved. Forte. Forte. Thank you. Aaron's saying decades of idiot Americans have ruined the word. It's still Forte, and you will show your high birth and education for I disagree. I disagree with this. Completely. No, no. It's forte. It's forte is how, how it's pronounced. That's how I'm going to be doing it. So we'll just see who Then can you're going to be the... showing your poor. I will not be showing my poor. Yes, pour. you sure will be. That's my fort? No, that just sounds wrong. Mm-hmm. That just sounds wrong. No, uh, showing, uh, using my... You should probably have an accent. That's the only way you're going to get an art chick. Have to have an accent. Uh, for you. For, for you. You're, you're going to need to have an accent tonight. Yeah, I have to have an accent? You're going to need to. Oh, hello. You're going to be swimming. Not that kind of accent. But you're going to be swimming around a lot of like, you know, there'll be a lot of like actual artists there uh-huh. and they're all dressed and like they have okay. things to show. You have nothing to show but yourself. Uh-huh. So you've got to put your best face on. That best face is from a different country wearing different clothes. What? So I've got to, I've got to have an accent? Oh, I guess that does make me a little bit more mysterious. Mysterious is what I'm really going for here. Like, a, like you know, this, what's that guy's deal? I'm not sure what's going on with him. Okay, so what kind of accent should I have? Oh, hello, how are you doing today? No, do British. That's the easiest, and that's the most believable from you. Oh, hello. Oh, my, 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 my. You what sound I, too jovial. Never mind. You have to be more tortured. What a lovely piece of art we have here. <laughs> yes, do your Bane voice. There you go. What a lovely, lovely picture. I'll call everything picture, too, because I'll confuse people. Instead of art pieces, I'll call them pictures. Yeah, I'm going to create a whole persona for myself here. I am going to be mysterious. I love the use of yellow in this picture. Uh, it's being noted by Kelt in the chat that according to GrammarErrors.com, Aaron and Sarah are right. Oh, uh, well, too bad GrammarErrors. It's right in there. That's an error. So, 
All right. Uh, oh my God. I will. I will. I will work on coming up with an accent. Either way, I think uh, high society chicks are what I'm going to. All right. Well, here. Why don't we? Why don't we do a little little role playing? So, like, you come up with your accent. Oh boy. All right. And there, I, what's kind of what's arty music? What kind of arty music is there? It should be like violins and stuff, right? Yeah, that's, that's all right. What I have my are, I have the romancing the spammer music. Let me pull that up. Okay. Yeah. No, that would be good. All right. So, like, let's see. So you're going to be there, and here we go. So you're going to, like, okay, the art girls won't talk to you. You're going to have to, so I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm looking at one of James Sinclair's amazing drawings at Sequential Art Gallery and Studio at 328 Northwest Broadway, number 113. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this amazing piece mm-hmm. of artwork. Go. <sighs> Simply riveting, isn't it? Oh, yes, I, I really enjoy this artist's depiction of this story. I like to look at the picture and make my own idea of where he was going with this. I noticed that the yellow clearly represents happiness, and yet the way it droops down to the right indicates a hint of sadness, perhaps a bit of regret in the character. What do you see? Oh, I, I kind of see along the lines of that same yes. thing. I mean, it is one of my all-time favorite comics yes. ever. Oh, absolutely. Um, what do you think drew the artist to be able to you know, come up with these characters and why uh, they were given the personalities and, and the colors that they were given? Well, I feel that that's up to the eye of the beholder, actually, as we used to say back in uh, Francois when I was in the uh, old country. My, uh, mm-hmm. I studied... Under famed artist Jacques Huncantiao, who also found his happiness in the sadness of the painting and the richness of the life that so is displayed forth in the picture. I find you to be rich in life as well. Oh my God! Shall we retire for no, a glass of wine stop. and discuss stop. the finest? Also, you're getting you're getting tips in in the chat. Uh, the the art's going to be black and white, so you're going to have to drop the color thing. Oh damn! Okay, <laughs> all right, that's fine. I can still I can still work that into it. Oh my God! I'm. Oh yeah, this is. We be are great. going separately. I will be so good. We're going on separate buses <laughs> <laughs> because that's how classy we are. And yes, I'm aware that Francois is a person's name. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> All right. So there we go. I know. I'm kind of excited. Really, I'm going to be doing good at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight. Oh. I can't wait to see you epically fail trying to hit, a, hit on some hot art chick. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's not going to be a failure. It's not going to be a failure. This is my one-way ticket to high society. I'm going to be going to balls all the time. Whatever, uh, whatever high society people do. You are so not high society that when you said you're going to balls, I thought you were talking about testicles. I'm like, what? You're going to balls? <laughs> oh, God, you at a ball. I would pay American money to watch you try to fit in at a ball. What It'd- do you mean? I fit in just fine. I'm total high society. I can blend in. You can't even say high society without like slurring it together. Like high society. High society. I'm high society. Yeah. How you doing? I'm high society. You wouldn't understand the ways that I work. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand these kinds of things. This is why when you're falling all over the place in your high heels, it's clearly going. No, I'm going to stand out. I'm going to be walking carefully. Oh, who, who let the uh, destitute woman in here? I don't, I don't know what the I, destitute I woman. Yes. Oh, I am going to bitch. It's a you. shame, isn't it? It's a shame. However, I don't think she belongs in here. Yeah. See, I'll contact one of my charities. Yeah, I wonder if there'll be samples there for you, Greg. Ooh, that'd be sweet. Oh yeah, I can't call them samples. Okay. What are you going to call them? Hors d'oeuvres. What do you call them? No. Free samples. 
call them food, Greg. Am I allowed to go eat? Because they might not be hors d'oeuvres, like that at that fancy party that we went to, where you kept calling them samples, and then you called them hors d'oeuvres, but they weren't hors d'oeuvres. They were smaller versions of actual, like plates that they had at these restaurants, and you were insulting them over and over again by calling them samples. But they were samples. They were samples. Delicious. Free samples. I already got in trouble last week at a wedding for that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to avoid the free samples. <laughs> but if they're out there, I'm gonna eat them anyway. Uh, all right. Well, we did talk about um, the idea of a squatch watch, which I do have. Oh, I don't know God. if you're prepared, but there has been big, big news. Big Bigfoot news in the world of squatches. Oh my gosh. Oh, God. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a Squatch Watch. So I have, uh, I have two updates, two stories of things that have been happening in the world of Squatches. I'm trying to get up my, uh, my unsolved mysteries. All right, well, Aaron's Damn. solving the... Um, <laughs> Aaron has solved the, uh, before we go into Bigfoot, the food crisis for you. They used to serve food at the show, show, but too often people would show up and just eat the food and drink the wine without looking at the art. Not that Greg would know anything about that. <laughs> I'll still look at the art. Well, I mean, this is going to be awesome. So, so is Aaron remember. saying that there isn't going to be wine? Oh, please. Show's over. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you're interrupting my Squatch Watch. I'm we'll get sorry. back to that here in a minute, Sarah. This is groundbreaking news because oh, I have something to tell you right now. This is seriously huge news. Thank you to all of the listeners who have sent this to me, who have let me know about this. Sarah? Yes. The existence of Bigfoot has been proven. I'm sure. By a team of six scientists. Oh, scientists, you say? Indeed. So this Scientists at the, at the Squatch facility? This, at the, it's not the Squatch facility. It's called the Sasquatch G- Genome Project, which I apparently can't say. The Sasquatch Genome Project, which has been researching... The Sasquatch Genome Project? Yes. Which has been researching evidence worldwide in a $500,000 study... Sequence the DNA of a Sasquatch, and let me tell you, that's good use of money. They have found it. So the uh, the group has made statement. They had a press conference. Who gives somebody five hundred thousand dollars to find a fucking Sasquatch? We're doing it wrong, Greg. Maybe we should become Squatch hunters. Well, maybe. Well, let me just tell you though, sir. So here's the deal. They have. They're claiming. That they tested a field sample and found it having some human mitochondrial results, some animal. They've concluded this. From their sampling of hair and different uh, things that they found all over this country in this extensive, exhaustive study. They've concluded that they believe that the Sasquatch is, in fact, a human-animal hybrid that came into existence about 13,000 years ago. They believe it is part human. This is so dumb. Part animal. Is it over? They found 34 separate homonym collection sites around North America. That's where they got these, these samples. Mmm, samples. Including releasing new, evid- new uh, footage of what they claim to be a female Sasquatch sleeping. Oh my god. New video has arrived. So somebody saw, so what you're saying is somebody saw a Sasquatch, 
mm-hmm. took video of it sleeping, and that is all that they did. That well, is no. all that they Then they had the did. hair samples, and they sampled the they, So they someone actually the saw, a, a, like, a dormant Sasquatch, and what they're saying is that they didn't capture it. They just... Filmed it sleeping and then went back home and uploaded it to YouTube. Never wake a sleeping Sasquatch. That's like rule number one of Squatch hunting. Never wake them up. They're really angry when they're woken up. I don't think you know as much about Squatches as you think you do. So here's the deal. So they've announced this. Now, there are certain people in the scientific community, mainly all of them, who are discounting this. Oh, oh my gosh. Because they have yet to actually present it to them. But, nonetheless, they claim they have it. I'm going to go ahead and believe what these people are saying. Sure, why would you not? pretty much... This is 100% concrete proof that Sasquatch does exist. These might be the people that told us. you how to take apart your washing machine, too. He's half human. Uh, this is led by, of course, uh, Melba Ketchum, who's a genetic scientist who led the project during the course of the five-year, $500,000 study. They're really key on saying that it costs $500,000 over and over. They really are. They said that quite a bit. I'm not quite sure about that part. But nonetheless... I present to you evidence number one, Sasquatch does exist. Also, we have this. God damn it. further Sasquatch news, which thank you to everyone once again for sending this stuff to me. In addition to the DNA evidence, new pictures have arrived from a Pennsylvania hiker by the name of John Stoneman. John Stoneman was driving his car through Kinsua State Park. Oh, Jesus. When he noticed not one, but two hulking creatures lurking in the woods. He doesn't... Okay. How much had he had to drink? I believe he was sober. Did they say he was sober? Says John Stoneman, I'm a skeptic myself. I'm not a believer, but this was not a bear, and you can see fur on it. It's wider at the shoulders and tapers down, whereas a bear is bigger in the middle and stands differently with its paws out. This was standing like a man, like a Bigfoot. So there's there's two pictures, or actually there's three pictures of it, where um, it, it does appear there are two creatures standing in the woods, he takes a picture of them from his car and then drove off and got out of there. But nonetheless, it is further evidence proving the existence There is of no evidence. Everything that you've talked about is not evidence. They found a piece of hair that they're saying is half man, half, uh, half animal. And then a, a person saw a lump sleeping and didn't do anything about it. And then somebody else saw something blurry and drove away. Yeah. That's your stories. Mm-hmm. That's your proof. This is pretty much proof. Are you questioning John Stoneman? He's 57 years old, Sarah. He's lived in Pennsylvania for a good majority of his life. He knows. Well, if he's lived in Pennsylvania for a good majority of his life, then he should have seen this thing if it's living in the woods in Pennsylvania where he's lived for the good majority of his life. Um, No, that's yeah. not the case. He clearly is stating. I mean, if you look at the pictures, I don't know what else this could possibly be. I'm looking I'm at it. The pictures Actually, the someone's pointing right out right now. It looks like a fallen tree. That's no. exactly what it is. No, those are two hairy creatures. That is a fallen woods. tree. That is a tree stump. If you look at the trees around it, it's the exact same texture. I don't think that you uh, clearly are qualified to be looking at these kinds of things. Who is? Um, well, John Stoneman, number one, and everyone else who has seen these pictures and clearly... That is either a rock... I don't even see what could possibly be a Sasquatch in these pictures. Um, then I don't... If you want to live in denial, that's fine. If you want to live in denial about the fact that there's a Sasquatch walking through uh, the We place. have a biologist in the chat who is saying, I am a biologist and that is a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, perhaps you just don't have high enough resolution pictures to look at. Sasquatch does exist. And oh so there we go. God. That concludes this week's. Well, Greg, since you were talking about.
All right. Well, since people were sending you Bigfoot stuff, they also sent me Bigfoot stuff, by the way. Sweet. So somebody, uh, so listener John, not not John in the chat, not John who just said, and I quote, I got your hairy tree stump right here. Not that John, the other one. Uh Wrote and he sent me this thing and it's kind of a like a checklist to see the ten things that you should know about the Sasquatch if you are in fact a Sasquatch expert, okay. aka like Bobo the Squatch Hunter. All right, all right. So I, I did have well, then this. I clearly, I'm going to know what it is. Well, I mean, why would you not? I mean, all right. I have I have these questions for you. Are we going to play? I have the unsolved. Okay, fine. All right, fine. I'm fine. You a got bit. a what? You got a quiz for me? Yeah, it's like a no. It's just more like a checklist, more like a historical checklist of okay. the Sas- of the Sasquatch. All right. So if you are as educated, if you're sitting here and looking at these pictures and telling me that it is a Sasquatch, then I want to know how much you actually know about them. Fine. Dare Greg, challenge me. How long is the Bigfoot's average footprint? When they have found Bigfoot footprints in 12, the woods. 12 to 16 inches. You're incorrect. It's 17 inches long. Oh, that's pretty close. It's not pretty close. Greg, when was Bigfoot officially put on the endangered species list? 1994. Incorrect. 1965. Oh. What was the name of the British explorer? That is credited with the first discovery in 1811 of a set of Sasquatch footprints. Meriwether Lewis. David Thompson. That is incorrect. What are the eating habits of the Bigfoot? Uh, They are omnivores. Researchers suggest that they are possi- most possibly vegetarian, while other creatures, uh, while other people believe the creature may in fact be a carnivore. No, nope, that's wrong. How fast can a Bigfoot run? How fast has it been said, historically, can a Bigfoot run? <sighs> 30 miles an hour. <gasps> that was close. 35 Miles per hour, Greg. That's close enough. That is not. What did the Native Americans believe Sasquatch to be? A hairy man. No, I mean, what, like, like in their folklore, what, what, did they, what did they think that he represented? What was he doing in folklore? What did Native Americans, uh, they saw That's him a as broad a... broad question. They saw him as a spiritual being. His job was to be... Guard the forest. You got it. Yeah. There you go, the protector of the woods. Greg, and finally, when is mating season for Bigfoot? Oh, well, see, that's the thing. There's a lot of debate about that one because it depends where you're at and what's happening because Bigfoot, they, they like to uh, get down to the mating. Uh, but the general mating season is mid to late spring. So give me a, give me a, give me a month. April. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and also, fun fact for you, uh, Bigfoot are also said to mate in a similar fashion to gorillas. So if you ever wanted to know what it looks like to see a mating Bigfoot, check out mating gorillas. Yeah. So I'm pretty much an expert. No. That, I think you were as far from an expert. I think you got one right. I was pretty close on those other ones, though. That, that uh, study was a little bit off. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I do have a little bit of World of Crazy. Yes. Did we want to do that? Absolutely. All right. It is a, like it's called World of Crazy for a reason. I have some weird shit in this today. Okay. I'm just letting you know. All right. There's some weird stuff going on. Very well. It's like when Sam and Dean Winchester were an- unable to stop Lilith, and the gates of hell were opened. Now, uh, you know, now the devil's trying to take over the planet. Like some, it's like a hell mouth out there. Ew. Hell mouth. Or like the one in your attic that Eunice lives in. Oh. Ignore it and it'll go away. That's the important thing. When I'm, the lesson of life. Uh, Edward in the chat just posted a video called Gorilla Richard Mating with His Ladies. Oh. <laughs> I do not want to watch that. I won't be clicking on that one. I will not be clicking on that. <sighs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Get all comfortable over yeah, here. What are you doing over there? Squirming around in your chariots. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Dateline, Portland, Oregon, a.k.a. Florida with trees. Here we go. Keeping us on the map. This actually happened this morning. Okay. Very timely, Greg. All right. It's a timely story. So, yes, this morning, Thursday, October 3rd, at 3.30 in the morning... Portland police officers responded to a report of a naked man running and yelling in the area of Southwest First in Yamhill. As officers were en route, additional reports were received that the man was running westbound on Yamhill. Officers initially made contact with the man on 16th and Taylor, but he chose to ignore the officers' commands and ran away westbound toward I-405. Which so if you're a nude man just running around? A nude man. Because that's not that uncommon to see somebody nude in Portland. That's true. But this is a naked man uh, running around in downtown Portland on a Wednesday, uh, okay. or a Thursday morning at 3.30 in the morning. I'm assuming this is probably the end of his evening. Yeah. All right. So officers made contact, tried to get the nude man to slow down, but he ran away westbound toward I-405, uh, which if you know that, that's kind of in uh, central downtown Portland. Now I just picture it as being like in Reno 911 with the guys running around with the mullet and just flipping off the cops. <laughs> no, get this. So officers were chasing the man when the man climbed onto a railing and jumped 15 feet down. Landing on his back in the freeway. Oh. And then got up and started running through oncoming freeway traffic. Oh, damn. He jumped off of the overpass 15 feet, landed on his back, got up, kept running on the freeway. What is? What was he on? Uh, several cars were swerving to avoid hitting the man, and officers were eventually able to catch up with him and deploy a taser to get the man into custody. Uh, the man, who was later identified as 19-year-old Oleg Osterich Lakatoy, I don't know was uh, cited for disorderly conduct in the second degree and reckless endangerment and transported to a Portland hospital for treatment. He was said to be high on methamphetamine. Okay. God, it makes you invincible. I was hoping that it wasn't like bath salts or something No. Like I don't think they made their way to the Northwest. At least not yet. Paku have. Well, yeah, we know about Paku. Yeah. You know what else is terrifying? Have you seen all this stuff about that crocodile drug? Crocodile? No. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't, don't do crocodile. It's bad news. It's a like a flesh eating like a drug, but then it like eats out your flesh from the inside. <gasps> I saw that. Yeah. Stay off a of crocodile, kids. It's not good for you. Next up. Now this story kind of weirded me out. This was this is the this is the weird. This is the world of crazy. Listen very closely. A two-year-old in China, a two-year-old boy in China has reportedly given birth to the undeveloped fetus of his twin. 
What? A two-year-old boy in China has reportedly given birth to the undeveloped fetus of his twin. So I don't get, even understand how this is. I, it doesn't make much sense. So here, let me tell you. So uh, this boy was taken to the hospital uh, after his parents noticed that he had a bloated stomach. He was two years old and was having trouble breathing. So when they brought the boy in, doctors found that the boy was carrying, get this, an undeveloped fetus inside of his stomach. Ugh. And it was removed through surgery. This is two years later. To this kid's two years old. And remove it through emergency uh, surgery. So the fetus, after they removed it, doctors say, was actually the boy's identical twin. So identical twins, of course, occur when uh, fertilized egg splits in two. So in this case, the fetus was his uh, conjoined twin that had been absorbed into his body inside of the womb, but kept growing. So it was alive? So no, it isn't alive anymore, but it was apparently for a little while. But uh, now, two years later... The dead fetus was actually removed oh. from the two-year-old boy, and it was 10 inches long and had a fully formed spine and limbs. 10 inches? 10 inches, and it was inside of this boy. That is absorbed it. just disturbing. It is. Open your mind. Oh, let's see. People have seen stomach or belly. So they noticed he had a bloated stuff. <laughs> Shut up. Inside of his stomach. That's what it said. Inside of his stomach. Oh, that is... How do you not notice it? I don't know. In the two-year-old. Wouldn't you notice... That's two years. That's like... Ten inches? Almost 800 days of having like a little person that you're taking care of. Oh, God. And then like they have a ten-inch... That's unnerving. In two years. It's like those people that find, you know, like... They have, like, a bump on the back of their neck, and they cut it open, and there are, like, teeth and hair in it. Ew. Why did that happen to you? No. no. But, I mean, it happens. It Haven't does. you ever read those stories? No, yeah, but I try to ignore People those find, stories. People find, like, I other don't like body- those stories. <laughs> They're disturbing. I ignore those stories. Same thing, like, I ignore stories about, like, parasites in people, and I, I don't like that kind of stuff. Not for me. I have a tooth growing on me, do I? I don't know. Maybe all those bites aren't actually really bites. They're just like your um, twin that you absorbed when you were born's body parts kind of popping out of you. <laughs> Craig looks really disturbed. It's awesome. Oh. Welcome to the nightmare I'll be having tonight. Aaron says it's not as uncommon as you think. I knew a girl that had part of a twin sister's lower jaw growing, growing on her right shoulder blade. Again, this is disturbing, and I don't want to think about these kinds of things. They're bites from the inside, Greg, as John says. Ugh. It's eating its way out. This story made me smile, because this is about a guy named Connor P. Fudge, which kind of sounds like something out of a children's book. But let me tell you, Greg, Connor P. Fudge was arrested last week for stealing chocolate cake and ice cream. Get it, Fudge? Yeah. Ooh, I got a free chocolate milkshake yesterday. It was awesome, but I digress. Connor P. Fudge got caught on camera last week swiping a chocolate cake from an ice cream cone, or an ice cream shop. And yes, he did get caught. So Connor P. Fudge is 25 years old, and he was caught stealing cakes and containers of ice cream from a cold stone creamery in Iowa City. The owner gave police the scoop on Fudge. Saying he was employed there until late August and used an unauthorized key to get inside after hours. Oh. So they were able to record him. 
breaking in and stealing the chocolate cake and ice cream. Now, you but, would think if he had worked there, he would have known that there was security footage that would show him. Maybe Connor F- P. Fudge was a troublemaker, and like they knew they were going to have problems, so they installed it after he was let go. Oh. I mean, Connor P. With a name like a that, I mean, you know. thief. How did they, ca- like, where did they find him? Well, let me tell you. So they, they recorded Connor P. Fudge in the ice cream store. Uh, the tape uh, showed him taking money out of the safe as well as stealing the goodies from the shop. So, of course, since he was a past co- co-worker, they recognized Connor P. Fudge. And uh, he has been arrested, charged with burglary and theft. The combined value of the desserts and the money was about $500. Wow, that's a expensive Mr. Fudge, case. was that worth it? $500 worth of cakes? Dude, cakes are fucking expensive. Are they? Yeah. I've gotten wedding cake. Well, I know like wedding like, cakes are expensive. But if you go to like a fancy cake store, they're like fuck. Yeah, but this is like two hundred stone creamery. It can't be that much, can it? I don't know. I don't. So you have a, like just like arms full of cake. He must have arms full of cake. Is ice cream expensive? I don't really buy a lot of ice cream. I don't know. Cakes expensive? I, again, I don't know. The last one I bought that just sounds like a lot of cake and ice cream. Five hundred dollars worth. Well, the last cake I bought, I think, uh, was for my friend Heather's birthday. I think it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's still that's, that's a, a lot, lot of cakes. cakes. That's a lot of cakes. Yeah. It's 25 cakes he's walking out with. That's a lot of cakes. So maybe there was more money in, in the register. Okay. Because it said it equaled out to $500. About $500. Now this last story. Now you made me all issue when you were talking about your scabs. I'm I don't have scabs. Let's not get that going on. I don't have scabs anymore. Cover them for the for the art party tonight, Greg. Now, of course, we all know we live in a world that has vast arrays of different types of pornography. There can be yes. anything, anything that your heart ever dreams of. There's pornography. There's also erotic writing, or erotica, as some say. Okay, Greg, have you ever heard of erotica? Yes, I'm aware of erotica. Okay, well, Greg, there is a new type of erotica that's hitting the store shelves. And people are getting quite titillated by it. My uh, my first experience with erotica was when I was in grade school and somebody showed me a Smurf porn. I almost just spit my coffee out. you got to warn me before you say Smurf porn. <laughs> it was disturbing. I'd never read such unsavory things that Smurfette was doing in this. Kelt called it. The new thing hitting, hitting the stores, Greg. Dinosaur erotica. Erotica having to do with humans and dinosaurs. What? And this first line of this story, actually, uh, shout out to this guy in the chat, because this is actually what he goes by in the chat, his name. First line reads, it's time for some Tyrannosaurus sex. Uh. (laughs) Ah. Yes, let me tell you. This little-known and perhaps even less appreciated genre of dinosaur-themed erotica has been brought to the Internet's attention this week. Now, these are written by uh, authors Christy Sims and Alara Branwin, and they've released not one, not two, not three, not four, but five different short stories Detailing dinosaur erotica, Greg. Some of these titles. How is this news? This is making big news that it's. Some of these titles uh, contain. Uh, let's see. Some of these titles are uh, such as "Taken by the Pterodactyl." <laughs> and there's also "Taken by the T-Rex," and then they're not very creative. 
taken at the dinosaur museum. What, they're humping the bones or something? I don't know. Well, let me see. So uh, so if you want to buy this, it's available for your Kindle, if you have one of those. It says all. Uh, so if you want to go and buy this on Amazon, which you totally should, by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link, we well, can't sure. tell that you're buying dinosaur erotica. Just totally do it if it's your thing. I don't, I'm not judging. Absolutely. So uh, if you go to Amazon... You will see a cautionary announcement that says, warning, this is a tale of beast sex. This story was written to unlock your darkest fantasies and innermost desires. Who has a fantasy of getting raped by a pterodactyl? It is not for the faint of heart, and it is not your mother's erotica. Oh no, all of the sexual descriptions found in this book are very explicit in nature. It's not suitable for someone under 18 years of age. Read at your own risk. Do they have a sample? Is there a sample of the dinosaur erotica? There is. So uh, one of the writers for Jezebel, which is an awesome website. All right, if you uh, get a sample, I'll, I'll read it if you have a sample of it. All right, here. Well, let me. I just have one. Where's my chat? Let me put it in the chat. There it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's disturbing. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, almost, almost. Oh. Oh, what is this from? This is from uh, in the vo- in the Velociraptor's nest. <laughs> oh. That's what this one's from. All in right. the Velociraptor's nest. Okay. She wasn't sure if her sudden arousal was because of her earlier thwarted climax in the cool stream, or if she was just desperate for one last pleasant sensation before being torn limb from limb by the great. Scaly beast. Either way, Azog relished the rasp of its tongue, hot and rough, on her sensitive skin. The co-authors write other kinds of erotica as well, including dragon beast erotica, centaur erotica, and dinosaur beast mating erotica. Uh, You know what I didn't hear in there? Bigfoot erotica. Perhaps there is a market for Bigfoot erotica. Not that I would really want to write it. I just want the money that they're making. The writers of this dinosaur erotica describe themselves as plain old everyday Midwestern girls who just have lusty thoughts of big, strong, powerful monsters having their way with beautiful young men. Yeah, mutants. that's a plain old Midwestern girl kind of thing to think. They also say uh, that uh, they're based on their own desires and or from personal experiences. So in other what? news, just so you know, apparently there are people here on this planet having sex with dinosaurs. Since it's based off of your experience. Just looked up something. There's Ravished by the Triceratops is another title. Oh. Ravished. Stop it. Well, there you go, guys. From people absorbing their twins to naked people on the streets of Portland to dinosaur porn. That's your world of crazy. Oh, there's more samples in here. There are more samples? Yeah. Are they as disturbing as the last one? Yeah. Do you think that it's probably necessary for you to read them? Probably. Okay, hang on. What's dinosaur porn music? What, well, what it's going to be romantic music. Okay. I'll do, I'll do one. Oh. One little... I'm dreading this kind of, actually. But you got to do it. Oh. All right. Give me some. Give me something here. 
Azog stood, back to the wall, clad only in damp buckskins, waiting for the beast to slash at her torso until she lay helpless and bleeding on the damp cave floor. She wondered if it would kill her first, or if her limbs would be sliced from her body as the beast gorged on her. Instead, it reached out with a clasped hand to snatch at her damp animal hide as it clung to one shoulder. Azog felt the kiss of sharp claws against her skin as the hide slid from her shoulder and exposed a naked, heaving breast. The raptor paused, curious, sniffing at her as she pressed desperately against the wall. A reptilian tongue, stiff and hot, dashed out to lick at the tender, naked flesh so suddenly exposed. Azog gasped at the touch then gradually relaxed her body as oh it God, warmed to the this? intoxicating sensation of the beast's flesh against her own. I am like, uh, that's... That's really messed it's up. It's really messed up. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, it's just, it, it's gross. You have a fantasy about being eaten and raped by a dinosaur. Okay. To each their own, I suppose. Well, I congratulations. mean, clearly there's a market. Yeah. There, there has to be, I mean, if they've, if, you know, they've published five of them. Also, we need to say hello to Leah, whose husband Brian wrote in. There is their 16th anniversary. And uh, Brian's Aww. been a long-time listener here at Fun Employment Radio, so we wanted to say happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, you guys. That's awesome. All right, well, we do have a birthday. So we okay. want to give a big happy birthday to Steph. It was her birthday oh, yesterday. Yes. yes. Happy birthday, so Steph. happy birthday, Steph. Let me get this right. There you go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn Hot right. damn right. Also, there is one other birthday we need to say, and that is to my friend Lisa. Lisa! Lisa in San Francisco. Oh, it is Lisa. her birthday today. So, happy birthday, Lisa. Happy birthday, Lisa. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Also, happy birthday a month, day three to me. Happy birthday you don't get to, to you. Sarah, you're so wonderful. Happy Thanks, Sarah. To you. Happy you don't get to do this to the entire month. Hot damn right. Happy birthday, Sarah. You're one in a million. Your birthday is still a week away. Mm, I don't see it that way. What was awesome, we went to, uh, just behind the scenes real quick, we went to a housewarming party yesterday, and uh, Lily... Uh, Lily Daly, Scott's uh, lovely fiance, was there, and she convinced everybody at the party to sing me happy birthday, just so it would piss off Greg. And it did. And Success. it was hilarious. It worked. <laughs> it was awesome. It absolutely worked. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to Greg Barrett for yes. coming on the show. That was fantastic. He is lovely. Go check him out at Helium Comedy Club all, all this, this week. All this weekend. All this week. Mm-hmm. And see what sweater he's going to be wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls. And they'll be joined by our buddy, Timber Joey. Indeed, Timber Joey, live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network with Guys and Balls. That is the show happening tonight at 7.30. Yep. And uh, yeah, definitely tune in for that. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yes. And Timber Joey's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a whole room full of awesome later. Yep. That's true. Whole room full of dudes. Mm-hmm. In dudes. a clean room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very clean. Good job, Sarah. 
All right. I am going to go do my dishes. All right. I'm doing this. Yeah. If I can clean the studio, I can clean my kitchen. Yes. These are the things I learned today. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, yeah, and if uh, you are down at uh, the Sequential Studios tonight. Yep, uh, once again, the Art Gallery. Yep, it's uh, James Sinclair's art show. It's at, uh, let's see, 326 Northwest Broadway, number 113. Uh, the showing's going to be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Also, Kenny B's doing trivia. Yeah. Down at Quimby's, 19th and Quimby. So go see Kenny B also. So you can do hit both things. Hit both of them. Yeah, this is a night to go downtown. Apparently. It is. Yeah. Apparently it is. Go to the art gallery, then go do trivia with Kenny B at Quimby's at 19th and Quimby. And say hi to Kenny and tell him he's awesome for the he work is he awesome. does. Yes, he, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It has been awesome being with you today. Yes. We love awesome. you all. We so love you much. so very much. Why are you copying what I'm saying? Stop copying me. Stop copying. All right. <laughs> I think that's enough. If people can make money off of dinosaur porn. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>